Hey everybody, this is the you need to know. And we got some questions that came through the AgVisor Pro app. And what do we got this week, Kyle? Well, I think we're going to continue on the theme of Fusarium head blighter scab. And instead of the traditional, we'll pick one question this week to talk about. There's two that are kind of related, and I think it's very timely to be talking about it now because we still have wheat flowering and these conditions are extremely present right now. So first question is, is there a temperature max to think about when applying spring wheat fungicide for fusarium head blight? So that's the one thing we keep in our head. And the second was, what about spraying fungicide at night? Will a heavy dew affect my fungicide application? So those are the two questions and they are related, I would say. I don't think they're the same person asking, but let's say people are starting to be very conscious of this heat thing happening right now. So it's getting very hot during the day. They're starting to wonder, okay, well, I I don't spray fungicide when it gets this hot or excuse me, I don't spray herbicide when it gets this hot. Should I be spraying fungicide? So people are shutting down the sprayer during the day and it's so hot out during the day, they're not getting a lot of acres done. And so it adds to this next question is, can I spray at night getting heavy dews? Is that detrimental to my spray application? I got asked those questions this week and it's just the beginning of the week. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, people are thinking about right. it. And uh, yes, the last two days have been brutally humid, hot, high heat index. And some of that will go back to, I believe, part of what we've talked about before with some of this uh, 140 rule. You know, you're not mm-hmm. going to injure, but you, if you are extremely uncomfortable, your plant is going to be under stress as well. You shouldn't see any phytotoxic issues, but it might be how you're applying it in that type of weather. Are you getting the best, how would you say, um, application done in that type of scenario? So I've had some people that have shut down just because it's, one, it's unbearable to kind of be out in, I mean, mixing and loading and that type of thing. Uh, the second thing is, is that it just, it just feels like you probably shouldn't be spraying in that type of weather. Right. You know, I'll attack this from another angle here. So the heat thing, you know, I I think a lot of people are starting to think, okay, in this heat, does this pathogen even survive? It absolutely can survive in a heat situation. It's more of the humidity. It's back to the the Agronomist Happy Hour podcast here a couple of weeks ago with Andrew Friskop. I don't know if he directly answered it, but he said it's it can sporulate in a lot of situations and those spores survive. It's just what are the conditions that are right for that to actually grow and proliferate, really? And the big thing is, is if it's dry, things desiccate, things dry up, and then you definitely don't have the disease. But we have the same humidity this year, and it is amazingly high. The The mm-hmm. dew points are extremely high this year, which we just learned from James Hyde that the dew point is really what makes the uncomfortable part of you know being extremely humid. And so we have high dew points, high relative humidity. And that is what's keeping a lot of this stuff alive. And when it gets cool again at night, I think that's when you're seeing the major amount of activity. So yes, in the heat, this is still an active disease, but like you were saying, you know, there, there are things application wise. And so the, the idea I want to flip on is I want to talk about this Delta T thing, because what will happen when it gets extremely hot during the day, you're going to have higher evaporation potential. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're in an extremely high risk area for disease, you're probably not just putting in a generic tebiconazole or 
you know, some other low tier fungicide or, or generic fungicide, you're, you're going after probably the newest, latest and greatest that's out there. You're going after like the Presaro pros or the Miravis ACE or the sphere X. And that's a lot of money you're applying there. And so you should be really cognizant of the Delta T piece to this. Because that's telling you what the evaporation potential is of what you're physically spraying. So if you're in North Dakota and you're paying attention to that, you know, I'll be watching the Endon stations that measures the Delta T every five minutes. And I know there's a lot of uh, on-farm weather applications that measure those same things. So you really need to pay attention to that because during the heat of the day is generally when you have the highest Delta T's, your highest evaporation potential. And if you're going to go make, you know, a 20 plus dollar application, even if that's hiring it through the air or doing it by a ground rig, you serve to have a lot of risk to be losing that into thin air. So just make sure you're applying on the beginning or later end of the day. There was a lot of spraying activity yesterday, both by air and by ground, but it was probably around three o'clock when I got people that called. That's when it felt like probably the hottest part of the day. And this humidity, humidity thing does have me concerned because it's that from a scab standpoint, that's the key factor. And then it kind of relays into, you know, that, you know, at that time of the day, your leaf and your head are going to be dry. So there was somebody that asked me, so can I just wait till the evening to get out and spray to kind of take some of this heat off the crop? And, you know, it's getting a fungicide. There's this non-annex surfactant in there. There's an insecticide. And yeah, if you want to do that, but then I, Relaying into the second part of the question, I I tell my folks that are doing spraying, spray up to a point where things are really noticeably getting damp because this humidity, everything's going to be wet in the morning. And if you're out applying things at that point, it, it's going to get so wet that you're probably going to run off a large portion of the value of that $20 an acre that you are trying to get accomplished. So I tell them, hey, spray up to a point where things start getting wet. Use the humidity and the moisture to your advantage by having it on your plant and your head before that sets in, not as it's like, don't spray till midnight because you're, you're going to probably see some differences at harvest time. Right. It's one thing to spray in a heavy dew in the morning when you know it's going to burn off. It's another thing to spray into the evening when the heavy dew sets in and you have hours of that sitting overnight. Because I think if you think on rain fast, rain fast is all about how fast that can absorb fully into a plant leaf. Well, that's accounting for actively growing plants. And at night, wheat, durum, barley, they're, they're a C3 photosynthetic pathway. Those plants actually don't grow at night. So they're they're not near as active. So you just they have... They probably them. do if it's 75 degrees out. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was like, I'm not exactly a... A plant scientist, but so maybe I'm stepping out of turn there and someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I know that plant for the most part shutting down at night and and you have all that dew sitting on the plant. Right. And so you have all that that extra moisture sitting on the plant leaves. It's not actively taking anything in. And if you spray overnight or the beginning of the evening, that's gonna sit there all evening and it's gonna take until the next morning for that dew to burn off for that to start you know, taking up some of that, that actual moisture on the leaves and you're subject to a lot of things happening. I mean, you know, what if a wind picks up and, 
you know, knocks down a bunch of all that, that uh, heavy dew and water that are on top of those plants that has your active ingredient on it. Um, and, and I know it's a fungicide, so it's, it's hard to actually see what's happening there, but like all your tire tracks, very likely where your tire tracks are, you're going to have a hard time of getting any control there, especially have a front hanging boom. If it's a rear hanging boom, that could be a different deal. Um, but yeah, there's just too many variables that could happen in that many hours of overnight to actually get full absorption of the spray solution that you're trying to apply. And you're spending too much money on that to, to make that worth your effort, in my opinion. Not one of the questions that was asked on the app, but somewhat related to this conversation is, um, what's the rain fast on my fungicide? Thinking a rain shower coming through, but you probably can't wet a plant any more than what this humidity will at sunset, you know? So if you're going to worry about the rain fast due to a rain in the day you want to spray, probably should be thinking about how wet your plant is going to be from the humidity and this dew point that we're having. Cause it's, it's probably going to be more. Right. No, that's a good point. So, you know, just kind of summing up this, this two question part back on Fusarium head blight. Does it make sense to spray even during the general hot weather we have? Absolutely. We still have the humidity to actually make this pathogen active. This pathogen is still going to infect. And as long as these humidity conditions continue, then it's one thing to first see the initial signs of scab, but it's all the secondary infections that cause the vomitoxin, the dawn that's on there that are going to give even more issues. And that's back to why a late application is still better than no application because as far as selling wheat goes, if you have high vomitoxin levels or high dawn levels, you're going to have unsaleable grain. And that's the issue or a highly discounted grain, I should say. So we, yes, we have the conditions that still cause fusarium head blight, even in this heat, because the humidity is there. And so if you're pushed against the envelope and you got to spray at night, you should start evaluating that more and go, how bad is the humidity condition? Are things just sopping wet overnight? That could make a real potential issue to get true full plant absorption. So try to, during those hot, hot days, watch the Delta T values and, and spray within those windows. And likely just your general gut feeling, if it's too uncomfortable for you to be out there, I would say in general, that probably means that you're not going to get a great application. But if you need to more with hard numbers, and good evidence need to do that you can use the delta t thing as a value so once your values go into the let's say 18 to anything 18 or more on the delta t values you're starting to get into that high evaporation potential and you could have substantial loss to evaporation before you could even land stuff on the plants so that'd be right during the heat of the day we're going to spray today i pulled the pin yesterday it got too hot to be outside in fields go out this morning we're going to be soaking wet that's just the way it is. And uh, timing fungicide still. Yep. And I was questioning if we should start pulling the pin in our area on fungicide. We're not seeing as heavy of dews, you know, later into the morning like we were earlier. We're getting extreme heat. I spent all day out in fields yesterday. It was muggy and terrible. As far as what the conditions felt like for me, I knew without a question it was still time to fungicide if you had flowering wheat because the conditions were present. So sometimes models can predict certain things, but you have to have your touch feel as the farmer, as the agronomist to know, yep, this still doesn't feel right. I definitely know that fungus grows in this kind of condition. So folks, that's the we need to know this week. We'll see ya. Everybody stay hydrated. 